When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are going observations over Detroit Lions training camp. What are the Lions doing? What are they doing on the practice field? Who's doing good? Who's doing bad? Offense, defense, special teams, attendance, and all of that so you get your Lions fixing. But before we get into today's video, I got to hit the intro. This video is brought to you by me. There is no promotional ads in this bad boy. All I ask is if you subscribe to the channel, it does help out. We're at 36,000. 84-ish, something around there. So we're very close to 36,100. If you're one of those guys that are watching now, subscribe, smash it. Let's get to 36,100. Again, we are going over the defense, the offense, and special teams. What took place for our beloved Detroit Lions? And before we get into the main parts, let's go over attendance here. Marvin Jones Jr., Emmanuel Mosley, Hennon Hooker, they remain on the injury list. While the injured players of yesterday, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Jameson Williams, also missed some time, and they're going to miss just a couple of days. Nothing there. Frank Ragnow spoke, and he says he is super healthy, and he feels really good. So he's been dealing with that toe issue that we all know of, so it's good for him to say that he's good to go from that capacity. Does it mean he'll stay healthy throughout the season? We don't know, but we are just simply going with what he said, and that's all we got right now. Again, if you are not subscribed, smash that subscribe button. Very close to 36,100. Just 16, 17 away, it flips. You know, a subscriber here and there. So smash it. Let's go ahead and get this thing going. Go ahead and start with special teams. Why? Because it is part of the Lions unit here. It's very important to understand that the field goal kickers, they're doing their thing. Right now, It's the battle is really tight between Romo and when it comes to Peter Patterson. These guys are neck and neck, and it seems to be it's going to go down to the battle. But again, we traded... For Riley, So you're going to assume, if it goes down to the same thing, that these guys will go ahead and pick Riley Patterson as the man to be the guy to do the uh, kick return. But Justin Jackson's in there as well. He'll get his time. Punt returner, Justin Jackson doing his. Same with, obviously, Khalif Raymond. 
I still think it's probably Khalif Raymond's job, but Justin Jackson is coming in this bad boy to give you his attempt to make this football team. We're going to start now to move on to the offense because that's what everybody wants to talk about here. The Detroit Lions offense because the offense was on absolute fire during this training camp. The Lions' first team offense continue to stack positive days. Their efficiency continues to rise for the day. Jared Goff was moving the ball effectively even with new skill players like he had with Denzel Mims, Trinity Benson seen some time, and Tom Kennedy and Green. But obviously, he continued to rely on his main guys, and that's Amon Ross, St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, and Sam Laporta. St. Brown right now is on a different level. He is out there impressing and smoking anybody. He recorded four touchdowns, making catches all over the field. He's quick out of the flats. He's so good with his fake blot and his slippery coverage, he beats Cam Sutton for a touchdown, who is our number one corner. He just continues to wreck up defenses in and out. His best touchdown catch, though, came from a throw so far from Jared Goff in the end zone, crossed over the middle through rookie Brian Branch and was caught it by trailing Tracy Walker in front. He got fired that bad boy. St. Brown caught it for a touchdown. And this is exactly what we expected from St. Brown on year three. We knew he would take a significant jump last year. He did. Now he's taking that peripheral real big jump. And St. Brown was saying, he goes, I feel pretty damn good with the connection right now, talking about Jared Goff. He knows the way they runs the routes. I'm starting to see what he sees. He's telling me what he's seeing, what he's expecting. We're on the same page for the most part. So if you just can't keep up, sky's the limit. Laporta as well. The young tight end continues his dominance. He's integrating himself with the starters right off rip. He's impressive touchdown catch. Laporta high-pointing a 25-yard down the field over Alex Anzalone, Catch of the day honors. Laporta scored twice of the day. Goff hit him in the flats over the fake block and leaked out into the flat easy score. The other came while working the second team, running straight at Malcolm Rodriguez, breaking towards the sideline, and that was from Nate Sudfield. Despite working with the starters, Lions are getting Laporta in as much reps as possible. And guess what? He's going to be a big target for the Detroit Lions in the 2023 NFL season. And again, I'm going to ask you, hit that subscribe button. We're at 36,083. According to this, could be a little bit different. Let's get to 36,100. With your help, it can happen. Let's continue on talking about this amazing offense with Graham Glasgow, his turn at the starting spot rotation at the right guard position. Look, Dan Campbell says, we told those guys it's the best man is going to play. We're keeping our eyes open. Certainly with Graham being flexible to play center and guard, it was the kind of starting point that we had, but we're going to say, well, we, he could be a backup. We're going to put him, Duke it out and Vitae here. A lot to do as well. Big V gets his legs back under him. How's this coming off an injury? How's he doing? And they're getting it early. It's day three. They seems to be doing pretty good here, but I'd say it's open. Open competition. And unfortunately for Vati Vitae, he suffered another minor injury. This is something that works. We just, he has been doing it plagued throughout his career. It's something that 
It just seems to not get healthy. And if this type of stuff continues to happen, folks, he's gonna ha- he's gonna have to get he's gonna have to be the backup at that point. Is as much as I want him to start, you got to stay healthy. Let's go ahead and jump to the defense, though. And Brian Branch, he had a lot of reps. He's primarily saw time with the second team. Will Harris took first-team reps in place of Gardner-Johnson, but Branch got on the field that starters the red zone drills while extra time 13. Branch is another pass breakup on Tuesday, giving him one pass breakup each day in practice so far. We love Brian Branch and what he's bringing to the team. He will be used quite a bit for the regular season. Another wrinkle in the Lions linebacker core here is Charles Harris, James Hughes, and Julian Aquar were getting linebacker reps to expand their roles. On Tuesday, we saw the hybrid defense, Brian Branch and Harris taking reps at linebacker. We heard about Brian Branch, but now Harris is getting thrown there as well. This is the, the defensive scheme that's Aaron Glenn's going to be thrown out there. He's going to have a lot of mixes going on with the personnel that he has now upgraded in the offseason. Their, their use of defensive backs and, and linebacker is very intriguing. It's a new role. It's called their star position. I expect to see a selection of Branch primarily. I'm going to assume he's highly effective in the box, and he's a natural way at the linebacker position is obviously for past situations where we got wrecked the last couple of years. Goff has had a very good camp most of his practices, but he's perfect on day. He came at the end. He throws the day. And he, he, he was perfect until the very end where Kirby Joseph got an interception. And he threw a bad pass to Khalif Raymond that was almost almost intercepted. But this is Kirby Joseph, folks. He's really good. This is why he's a starter for this team. Aiden Hutchinson would have had multiple sacks and um, downs before he should have been. So he had a really solid day. Obviously, there's no contact. You're not going to sack the quarterback. Derek Barnes was very solid as well in coverage. As he continues in OTAs and minicamp, he would have done a couple pass breakups. And he was utilized a lot in the red zone. Unfortunately, having 55 minutes, though, he did make a mistake where Laporta got past him and ran all the way down. And they pulled him in favor of Jack Campbell for that drill. Well, no one's perfect. Campbell spent most of the day with the twos, but with the first team during red zones. And I, you fully kind of expect this, right? They're going to slowly work him in. Nate Sudfield had a really solid day as well. He was scoring some touchdowns. He was hitting his target, Maurice Alexander, in a pair, pair on a multiple occasions. And possible third touchdown was debated. Romeo Aquara backing up Hutchinson made solid plays as well. We expect him to be out there opposite of Futu Belafon. We had some noticeable pass breakups. And Starling Thomas is with the second team. And he's firmly there in the mix. I think he made the team already, in my opinion. He's he, he's physical. He's feisty. And there's no doubt about it. He could be Jerry Jacobs 2.0. So it's really looking like he's going to be in there. Mo Mo Ibrahim, who I absolutely love, has been slippery. He did 10-plus yard runs. He showed nice jump in the backfield and escaping the tackles for loss, ripping up the third-team defense. So the third-team defense is the third-team defense, but we get to talk about Mo Ibrahim, who is really something for the Detroit Lions in regards to potentially making that final running back roster spot. So the defense needs some work, no doubt about it. And I I think that's 
something that we definitely need to 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 take here. The defense needs its work, and the offense is an elite offense. This is going to happen when you have one of the best offense in all of football. They're going to smoke folks. If Jared Goff was not doing this, I would be concerned, and this offense was not doing it, I'd be concerned. I'm really encouraged by training camp. This is by far the best training camp that I've been watching, probably that I can remember, better than 011, better than 2014. Damn good training camp right now, and all the players are are really in, and they're dialed in, and I think that's important for us to understand is these guys, they know what they're doing. They're getting it done. They want to make the playoffs. They want to make some noise this year, and it's nice to see the progression that is taking place. Absolutely love it. Folks, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. I've been saying it all day long. I'm going to continue it here. You subscribe. You don't miss out. Also, it's really important to hit that notification bell. When you smash it, you get notified upon these videos. And, of course, the One Pride Podcast is no longer at 4 p.m. It's at 1 p.m., 1 p.m. Eastern Time. With that said, folks, adios.